0: Hey everybody and welcome to Well Said, the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill's podcast where we talk with students, faculty, and staff about what's going on on campus and around the world. And today we're talking about the Process Series with Joseph Meagle, an artist and resident in the Communication Department and the Artistic Director of the Process Series. The Process Series is celebrating its 10th year this season but let's start by backtracking to decades when you first founded the series here at Carolina. What is the Process Series, and how did it start? For years, I've been working on new plays in the theater, and
1: I worked in L.A. for about eight years, actually about ten years in different theaters, and then I came to New Jersey and was artistic director of a theater called Playwrights Theater of New Jersey, which focused on new works in theater. So when I ended up at UNC... I had a chance to talk with Emil Kang. I had done a project or two on, on the Memorial Hall stage and talked about how he wanted to do new work and how I wanted to do new work. And I proposed the process series, which would look at how performances get developed by artists and bring them to campus and have them be in residence for a short period. And then at the end of that residence, put up a performance for the public of a new work in process. And and it could be in different types of process. And originally I was thinking mostly theater and it was Emil who said, why don't we uh, look at all types of performances? And I thought that was a great idea. So I established an advisory board by the departments who I felt were most interested in this type of work, and new performance work. Obvious ones are drama, uh, music, art, department of communication, English. African, African-American Diaspora Studies. And I started in these 10 years reaching out to artists across the country. Uh, we haven't quite gotten international. There's been one or two, but uh, mostly across the country to bring them in and, and sort of have them experience, you know, the campus and, and the environment and be away from where they normally are to be in residence, to work on something in a room, but also maybe uh, use some of, some of the resources that a uh, university as ours provides. And then again, perform before an audience twice. And the idea then is that they would receive feedback from hearing the audience respond to their work, but they, they would also receive feedback afterwards in, in a conversation. So in a sense, we're really providing a service to the artists who come... And they could be dramatists, they could be playwrights, they could be composers, they could be performers themselves, they could be performance artists, they could, they, any type of performance, as I said, many times hybrid performance. And, and they would benefit from this. But I also felt that being an arts and humanities university, it would be incredibly helpful for students and even some of our faculty who are practitioners and who are critics and scholars of the arts to see how different artists from different disciplines do their work. How do they create new work? What is their process to do it? So in a sense, it's a win-win. And over the last 10 years, we've developed one slot in the series where we are looking at one of our very, very talented faculty members or multiple faculty members in some cases. And one slot we also dedicate to a student who has done extraordinary work. And again, I think that what happens in in the series is that each time we see someone new, we sense a different way in which art gets made, in which performance gets developed, and we see the steps and the processes, you know, as much as we can in that process. And at the same time, over the 10 years, we have birthed multiple performances that have gone on to have very healthy lives in the arts.
0: What has this series been able to bring to the Carolina community for the past decade? How has the process series benefited Carolina? We
1: look at performance in finished states all the time on this campus. We have Carolina Performing Arts at Memorial Hall, and we have playmakers, and even some artists that come get in, that get invited to other places on campus. Or you know, we see we see a work as presented, as finished, in some way. Theater is always different; it's always changing, but it's finished. Seldom do we get to see. You know, how something gets made, you know, like sausage, sometimes it's not as pretty, <laughs> but uh, but I, I think that as an institution focused on the creation of art, you know, we have departments that are practice oriented departments. and if we're focused on that, I think it's really important and incumbent upon us as a university and to express to our community what happens when something gets created, what what does it mean to to develop something? and what not only what are the steps, but what does what does one have to go through and understand what what is most helpful? How does it grow? How does it change? If someone was really interested, they could come to both performances of the series. Like you could go out on a Friday night and a Saturday night, and you'd be, you'd be amazed at how many times something has changed between those two because that's part of what we offer. You know, when someone sees a performance on a Friday night, they can say, no, no, we should do it this way, and see how that changes the perception of the piece on a Saturday night. And, and that, even that, show, you know, that expresses to those who come the sort of how does a, how does a performance breathe into, into life. For example, we've had two pieces last year that will count, and um, Leaving Eden, that will be fully produced at Playmakers this year. And so if you came to see it in in process a year ago, and then you go to see the full production in the following year, you really do then get to see a progression. You do see what your input as an audience member, uh, either in both conversation and reaction, what impact it had on that piece. I think that's an exciting thing to see. And I think it's incumbent upon us, you know, I teach performance in, in performance studies in the Department of Communication. I think it's important for us as instructors of the arts to, to not only show our students finished work and have them sort of practice themselves, but to show them how others,
0: you know, on the highest level of
1: the art form are doing what they're doing.
0: And what about for the artist? How useful is the process series to these artists who are developing their works? Every piece of performance, every piece of art that is performance-based
1: has a process. There's not one that doesn't, right? And I think sometimes, for, especially for artists who come to the university, sometimes being away from their normal place, you know, some, you know ha- having a residence somewhere else, they can really focus 24-7 on the piece of work. So just having that time, that focused time to work on something. Obviously, since we don't have an extraordinary amount of money in the series, we don't have artists come for more than a week or two for each piece. So you only can do so much in a week or two. I mean, it would be great. For example, Carolina Performing Arts might bring someone in over the course of a semester and have them in residence for months and months, which is really, really helpful. They have a different type of budget than I do. But what happens is that they really get to focus on the work and, and that is always a gift for artists in almost any discipline. The idea that they can then see it performed and see what, in whatever stage it is in front of an audience is also incredibly helpful so they can see how people are responding. Um, almost in all cases, uh, the artist will learn more from art, audience response during the performance than after. Most of the artists that we work with you know, are pretty proficient at, at, their, at their discipline and so that they know what, what it means to put it together, but having the breath uh, of an audience in the room experiencing something is always a helpful moment for them. So I would say it's been extraordinarily helpful. I think it would be more helpful in, in some cases that our residencies would be longer. And, and of course, again, budget budget-dependent, we sometimes can't bring in large groups of artists, so like dance companies – large dance companies or large ensemble companies or or devising companies. Um, and in fact, we're going to bring one of our first devising companies in um, February, uh, upcoming, called the Anonymous Ensemble from New York City, led by the um, designer Eamon Farrell. And we're going to have about five ensemble members. But the more people you bring in, obviously, the more expensive it is. And But they're going to be here for two weeks because it's our 10th anniversary, got a little bit more budget. So we were able to bring in an ensemble and, and see, in this case, a devising company. And for many students who create work, they want to know what devising is even. And they'll get to see that in, in some classes, and then they'll get to see that in performance. But again, I think in most cases, artists really, really enjoy and have ex- expressed The importance of this step for them. It won't be the final step. It might not even be the penultimate step, but but it will be a step towards where they're going.
0: You just mentioned a little bit about what's going on this season, but let's dive into that a little bit more. What does the process series have in store this year? We already missed closer than they appear, which is a play that because it was the tenth
1: year, we, we we made the choice to do a full production, a full out production. This was a play that was developed. At this university, from the chat festival, the collaborations, in humanities, arts, and technology to the process series to a full production, and it was it w- was previously entitled "You Are Dead, You Are Here." It was a piece about a soldier with PTSD being treated with virtual Iraq, which is a VR therapy for soldiers coming back from Iraq that immerses them in in environments that where trauma might have happened. Well, we well this production used that technology at the center of its storytelling and, and told the story of a soldier and an Iraqi girl, sort of side by side, using the actual technology of virtual Iraq through the Institute of Creative Technologies at USC. So we did a full production, and I'm sorry to say you all missed it. Uh, Upcoming is a, the faculty selection, which has actually three faculty involved Mark Callahan, Lee Weisert, and Sabine Graffat. And it's Der a digital reinvention. And this is a really cool project. We're looking at a Schubert song cycle as sung by Mark Callahan, who's a music professor and singer and opera singer. So he, he sings this. Sabine, as the video digital artist, is taking facial recognition software and Uh, Shooting his face and reimagining and digitizing and creating incredible images, and Lee Weisert, who is an electronic music composer, is re-sort of imagining the music, and all of this is being played real time as Mark is actually singing the cycle, and he sings it with headphones so he can hear the you know the music the purer music, as you experience the reimagined music and these and these reimagined visuals in this piece. And this is just a really cool collaboration between a visual artist, a music composer, and a singer, and using sort of classic, this classic uh, uh, song cycle, and creating a brand new thing that feels like it might be more of today. And I think that's really an exciting way to look at pieces of the canon. After that, in February, we have the Anonymous Ensemble creating the future which will be a very interactive piece by a very experimental group, but it uses a lot of media, a a lot of interactivity with the audience, and that's coming up in February. In March is our student selection, and and this student actually won the LGBTQ Provost Committee's Commission Award, which was the first time we've actually done that as a committee. I'm on that committee. Daniel Coleman Chavez is a... PhD graduate who was a classic female dancer and, and now as a transgender male is re-looking at the body and masculinity through dance as taught to him classically as a woman and now being reconsidered in his body as a man. This is in March March 31st and April 1st, and I think, you know, this, this is the highest form of practice that our students represent. Some of our students are just remarkable first-class artists, and uh, Daniel is absolutely one of those. In April, we have a reading series of new plays about social justice that we're partnering with Playmakers Repertory Company. There'll be about four plays, one uh, international play, one national play, again, one faculty play, and one student play. And there'll be four plays read in rep in a reading series. And then we end towards the end of April with Kara Walker, Reverse Gesture Review, which is choreographed by Tommy DeFrance from Duke University and slippage. So there's Kara Walker is a photographic artist who is reimagining images from the Civil War. Her photographic exhibit um, is sort of expressing her art photographically uh, based on images of the Civil War. And then Tommy DeFrance has created a dance, media dance, response to Kara Walker's work. So this is art that comes from art that comes from art. And that's the last piece we're doing. And all of them, in the 10th anniversary, I was focusing on uh, media a lot because we live in such a mediated age. And and the way in which we we look at performance through the lens of media or in, in partnership with media is really interesting to me, what is liveness, what is, you know, mediation, and how do they talk to each other? So I wanted in this season to sort of, sort of own the present in, in some sense and see how, you know, even traditional performances respond in, in a more mediated environment and how do those interactions make art different, grow, change.
0: Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Android apps and check back to unc.edu in two weeks for another episode of Well Said.